This, 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 this is mythical. Before we get started, we wanna let you know that this episode of Ear Biscuits is brought to you by Amazon Alexa Skills. Find your favorite skills today. Just say, Alexa, what are your popular skills on any Alexa-enabled device? So skills are like apps for the Alexa. Mm -hmm. Whatever you wanna do, Alexa has a skill for that. An easy way to find some of the best skills is just ask Alexa, Alexa, what are your popular skills on any Alexa-enabled device? And if you have an Alexa, it's probably responding to us talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that I yeah, love about this. We heard about that last time uh, we were we were doing the Alexa ad from from you guys. So we're gonna so. keep saying Alexa as much as we possibly we're can. We're talking to your Alexa. Alexa. Alexa, tell me how much you love me. All you have to do to use the skill is to ask Alexa to open it and you can play a game, relax with sounds, listen to live sports, much more. There are currently over 30,000 skills. How many? 30,000. What? What? 30,000, here are some of them. Jeopardy, yes, you can play Jeopardy. You can play the game show with Alexa and all you gotta do is say, Alexa, open Jeopardy. You can uh, listen to sleep and relaxation sounds. Zation. Can, relaxation, I'm yes. not even talking about relaxation, I'm talking about zation. No, you just said it wrong. Uh, 125 sounds to choose from. If you can't fall asleep with one of these 125 sounds, you're probably just gonna be up all night. Also, you can get a question of the day. If you're the kind of person that just really needs a daily trivia question, there are people like that. All you have to do is say, Alexa, what's the question of the day? No judgment from us, you right. may be that person. Try an Alexa skill today, just say, Alexa, what are your top skills to find out some of the most popular skills. Now let's have a biscuit. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're gonna tackle the question, do YouTubers watch YouTube? And the only YouTubers that we can really answer for are two, There's ourselves. Two but Us two YouTubers. Yeah, so it's really, do we watch YouTube videos, but do YouTubers watch YouTube videos? Sounds better, so that's the question that we're exploring. We're going to ex explore our interesting relationship with YouTube as viewers, given that we are also creators. Um, and I think, let's just get right into it. Right up top, a little bit of a confession. Oh, it's a confession. It is I, a confession, because it does make me feel a little dirty. I think. <laughs> I mean, not dirty, but I just feel a little guilty I mean, about the way that I'm going to answer this question. We've been on YouTube since basically the beginning, not technically the very, very, very beginning, but you know, months. L less than one year in. Yep, we were in it, on it, doing everything we could, not knowing how or even what this could be to get to this point and then still struggling with whatever else is next in association with our, our professional exploitation of YouTube as a platform. Our, yeah, right, our, cause our, do, you, do you remember the period of time before, you know, the story of why we ended up uploading stuff to YouTube was people were taking our videos that we had on retinlink.com, our website that we hosted on our server and we paid for the bandwidth as people downloaded them. So when people downloaded our videos, we were paying for the traffic, but then as they watched them, but then we realized that they could just download the videos 
have them locally on their computer and then upload them to YouTube where people started watching them. Do you remember watching YouTube videos before we discovered that someone had taken our videos and uploaded them to YouTube? I don't know. I don't even recall if I knew that it was a, a thing. A thing. Um, because we were focused on our own website using QuickTime like you said, but then Apple Video Podcasts, which still exists, but came out about the same time and we were focused on that and what we could create. Um, that was like, we just thought that was, we knew what Apple was, so it was like, oh, this is this is legit. We need to try to get something on here, but there was a, a barrier to it. But to continue my thought, we now, I mean, owe our entire livelihoods to YouTube as a platform. We would not be where we are. I would say we would not be who we are hmm. if it wasn't, for YouTube, and of what course, would it be like I'd be of, wearing tank tops. Of course, a lot of other things too. I'd be wearing a lot of tank tops. But if you I'd remove have a goatee, if you remove YouTube from the from the influential things which have baked us to be the way we are, we would be totally different. Of course, we professionally we would be totally different. So we owe so much to YouTube as a platform for the opportunity it gave us and still gives us. And so I do think it is interesting, uh, given the way that YouTube has been so instrumental for us, to explore how we actually experience YouTube as a user. Because not, not as a creator, but as a user. But the funny thing is, is that at least what we wanna talk about first is how ex almost exclusively our experience with YouTube even as a user, it was in the context of being a creator. It wasn't for entertainment purposes. It was well, for let's just come out and say it, man. business purposes. Let's just, just come out and say it. Rip the Band-Aid off at oh, the you top. You wanna confess it right now? Yeah. We don't watch YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like I need to leave. <clears throat> I feel like I need to put my tank top on and shave my goatee in and go home. <laughs> that's my that's a shame. Shame Dret is wears a tank top and has a goatee. I don't know why he slumps a lot too. Yeah, he's six one. Slithers around. We don't watch YouTube videos. Well, okay, I, I would say that's that a, often. That is since that is a sensational claim. Let me justify it or uh, explain. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I say let's just leave it lay and let's let's trace our relationship with YouTube okay, like you were right. doing and let's just come back to it because I don't think it's that simple. Uh, you know, it's not, well we don't watch YouTube, we just upload videos to YouTube. We we have an evolving relationship with YouTube as a viewer and I, I think it raises some big questions about where we, if we want the, the platform to go somewhere and for the audiences to grow in a certain way, don't, how can, and, and if we're a part of that as creators, shouldn't we also be a part of that as viewers? We probably I, I should be. So, so let's come back to that. Uh, I will take, take a, uh, a second to let you know that Jacob just pointed out that this podcast will be live on the day, 10 years to the day from our, the anniversary of us starting our YouTube channel. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, what the crap? Start, starting starting G, the GMM channel, starting Rhett and Link 2. Okay. Not, 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 the YouTube channel is because that's been like 12 years, but the Rhett and Link 2, the, the Good Mythical Morning channel, mm -hmm. which was Rhett and Link 2 at the beginning. Well, happy anniversary. We've Look been, at that. 
We've been 10 years with a second channel which evolved into the Good Mythical Morning Show. Yes. Ha! The Good Mythical Morning I, Show. I feel even more guilty for saying I don't watch YouTube. <laughs> okay, so I remember those early days and I remember uh, what I was doing when I, when I went on to YouTube, mostly for me, it was going to the homepage and seeing what was up there most often from Barats and Beretta. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, uh, Joe Beretta, you may know him now of The Valley Folk, uh, formerly of SourceFed. Before that, he was with Barats and Beretta, famous comedy duo that we, um, that we idolized and despised all at the same time. <laughs> but they, along with everybody else that was on the front page or the home page was, was somebody decided to put them there. Right, and so we would watch, I remember watching their videos and thinking like, man, they really got this figured out. It, it was like a stress watch. It wasn't watching it for entertainment purposes. Right. It was simply watching it to see what could happen. I remember looking at them and, and seeing, uh, they were number one at one point, 65,000 subscribers. And I was like, how, how in the world? How in the world can that happen? How can you? Connect with sixty five thousand people. Yeah, so we would be wa and of what? course y you focus in That's on bigger than an arena. You focus in on Barats and Beretta because they were most like what we saw that we could be. It, there was certainly all types of stuff on the homepage, mm -hmm. everything you can imagine. And I'm not going to mention cats. Just imagine, but it. of course, cats. Um, but we honed in on that because, well, I wouldn't say they were our competition. We we would consider them that, but they wouldn't have at the time because who are who they, are these they, guys in North Carolina? They who, didn't know about us. Um, but I would I watch or watch you watch one of their videos or something else that was like you watched a, me watch. I would watch you watch sometimes you, secretly. Well, no, I would just glance over at you watching something, and oh, good. it's it's a funny video. It's supposed to make you laugh or at least smile. And and I guarantee you. Oh, we didn't smile. If you look at our faces, it was just like, and it had nothing to do with what we thought of Barats and Beretta, except for what it made us think about us. It's like the first time. It was watching. It was watching your like a rival. Yeah. Well, do you remember the first time we ever watched? And again, this wasn't stink a stink face. A YouTube like, video. We'd have like a stink face. Flight of the Concords. Not a YouTube. You, not YouTubers. But I remember we were in a hotel room. Uh huh. Uh, traveling. I don't even remember where we were and why we were there, but. They had HBO, I ain't got no HBO at my house, I'm we, gonna turn HBO on. We turn HBO on and there's these two New Zealanders up there on stage and it, we, we were doing some musical comedy at the time and we just sat there and just looked at them. In silence. With just like a slight grimace. That, yeah. How, how are they so funny, how are they, ah! What what is it going to take to get to 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 be like those guys? So let's just get let's hate give, watching. Let's give up musical comedy. We didn't give up. We we didn't give up, but we felt like it. But that's how we interacted with YouTube. Was okay. This is what we're trying to do now. I mean, we started uploading to our channel, the Red and Link channel, and we were waiting. We we just looking for an opportunity to get something that could be featured on the homepage. I mean, that was the holy grail. But everything else we watched sketch channels mostly. Um, there wasn't a lot of music, I mean. 
musical comedy on YouTube. Well, we also watch videos to try to hope. see other, we, we tried to watch and find the videos that other people were watching so that then we could create a video response to those videos so that then people would watch our channel. So I, I specifically. Right, it, was all, it was all so str strategically driven and so professional. Again, so. Like those skateboarding twins? I don't, yeah. What, <laughs> what, what, I didn't even watch the video. Rhett just tells me there's this huge. Skateboarding twins, twins, man. They've got like, we need to make a response. I was like, okay. I know, I never watched the video. Yeah, you didn't have to. It wasn't about watching the video. There you was a video me. of a man drawing a perfect circle, circle on a chalkboard and everybody loved it. Now you can see that a million times on YouTube, but there was the original dude who could draw the perfect circle. I saw that on Reddit last week. It's still being mean. It's still impressive. I mean, if I could stop right now and just watch somebody do that, I would do it. But we did it and we made a response video just so people would come and watch our videos. And of course, then we would watch our response video to see other people watching it. So it was It wasn't fun. It wasn't entertainment. It was, it was desperate. It was, um, it was a job, you know? It was like, we're trying to make this work. And so whatever's working, everything that is working needs to inform what we're gonna do on our own terms in hopes that that will also work. I, right. And I mean, even as we got successful, it, it, it didn't change. You know, we, we've always been older than the, the, what I felt like was the average YouTube viewer. I think this is something that'll keep coming up. Well, and the average YouTube creator, really. Yeah. I mean, we got in the game late, man. I mean, I I had a chin strap, didn't have a goatee, <laughs> didn't have a mustache yet, but I was like 28. Right, I mean. With, with children. Yeah, it's like, who, 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 who else has kids on YouTube? Who does it at that point? It's too late, but we did. I mean. That Shea Carl guy, he had a he was a DJ. I knew he had kids, but he was just doing videos because he was a DJ. He wasn't doing videos with his kids. Right. And I remember seeing those videos, um well in Charles Tribute before that, right? Because didn't he started it before Shea, right right around the same time. But I saw that they were those were the guys who were doing, oh, now they're doing a daily video. Well, and, and that was much late, that was that was a couple of years later, I, but yeah. Yeah, I've, well, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, but watching watching them again, while I, like, I find those daily vlogs that they did back then, I would find them, I would understand why they were entertaining, but I didn't even open myself up to being entertained by them. There was not a part of me that was like, I'm going to enjoy this and make a consumer level choice to enjoy this, but it's it was still in research mode, and I guess maybe there were some things that happened that made me crack a smile, but I still was thinking, mm, these guys are doing this, it's every single day, and then that, was, that began to plant the seed even for GMM back in the day for us. But we missed the whole community aspect. I mean, when we had DeFranco on Ear Biscuits, I remember he, told us the story about how he got started and it was very much, he was just a, a member of the YouTube community. He was commenting and um, conversing with other people. And then he started making whatever he made at the time and how it, it morphed into what it is now, but you can still see how, I mean, his content is driven by, in, in many ways, the community. That was something that we just never got. We just we didn't look at it properly. We missed that. We didn't understand. 
I'll blame it on our age, but it was like, you know, we would, I get, we just go home and watch television or movies. Mm-hmm. We would come to work, we'd sit at our desks and we'd watch YouTube videos to inform our business. And but, then but, meanwhile, we didn't, but we didn't really talk to people. I mean, and, I mean, video responses, perfect example. That's a, a great way early on to foster community. Oh, I watch your video, I've got something to say in response to it. No, I'm just gonna do, who, who are these two jerks silhouetted by light trying to make a joke about yeah. these two skateboarding twins? That's what we were doing, we were a couple of jerks. You know, it was, it was so self-motivated, 100%. So yeah. we really missed the boat early on we were at home watching, community. I was watching uh, reams of DVDs of Alias. <laughs> that's what that's what I was actually enjoying. I mean, I don't know even know where we got them, but Jesse came home with just the box seasons set? of Alias. Yeah, Jennifer Gardner, man, Sydney Bristow. <laughs> I mean, it was electric. <laughs> uh, it was a great show. <laughs> I want to see. She's got that new movie where she's. Uh, she's bloody and she's going after people. Oh, really? She, Jennifer Garner's back and she doesn't care what's in your wallet anymore, man. She's coming for your wallet. Oh, it's like a total role reversal. It's the old, it's the old Sydney Bristow, man. She's gonna be disappointed in my wallet. <laughs> I got a thin wallet, man. But, I mean, I've got a license. I've yeah. got a health card. I've got wallets a, are going away. I got a credit card, and debit card, but I have no cash. Wallet's gonna be on a chip, man. It's gonna be inside your hand. You don't need a wallet. What's in your chip is what she'll be saying. Oh, she'll be back what, on that by what's then? What's in the, what's well, in your forehead? The mark of the beast, Sydney Bristow. But I remember in the first YouTube official gathering, YouTube Live, mm. 2008 in San Francisco, San Francisco. We were barely invited. They had a main stage inside, Katy Perry is gonna perform in a sequined bathing suit. I remember that. You know her because she kissed a girl, and that's all. Right. At she, the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they had a trailer, like a tra- like a flatbed trailer out out front that they made a stage out of that. I wasn't even sure if it was part of the venue, and but we that's were, where they put us. We were allowed to get on that and sing like five songs. Yeah, and I I don't know I don't even know how we were invited. They gave and out they, flip phones. They gave out flip phones and flip, we didn't even not flip flip I mean, video flip video cameras. Those you remember those little flip video cameras that were before you had cameras in your phone? They gave those out, but we didn't even make that list. They didn't give us those. Oh no. I mean I think they gave Shay Carl one. Oh oh yeah, all Definitely, those all yeah. those people were up front and we were like barely like, in there. Oh, you got a flip video camera? Um huh. and and then that night cool. in the lobby of the hotel, you've got Ryan Higa Philip DeFranco. Bo Burnham was Bo there. Bo Burnham. Yes, I remember uh, that. Ian and Anthony f- from Smosh. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of other people. There was a photo that was, I think Joe Beretta posted because Joe was there and we were on the fringe of that photo. We're like, we, we weren't allowed into the board game that they were having because we didn't know anybody. They did you know, they might have known of us but they knew each other because well, but they knew each other like there was a sense of community that we didn't understand. They had been to like one additional YouTube gathering. Well, and I, the, but they were talking a lot of them were talking to each other online. Yeah. I I wouldn't peg Bo Burnham as one of those people, but he was also very funny and very cool, so there he was in the middle of all of yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe he was talking to him. I don't think he was, he was a video response type of guy. But anyway, we just didn't, well, I think we missed the boat on that. Right. But, but then in spite of it, we were still able to get some traction. But it, so that didn't draw us in either. That was the, the, the big thing at first was the community and the connection and the conversation. It wasn't just the quality of entertainment that the, the funniest skits you can ever find are here, forget SNL, that wasn't really yeah, But case. how does this relate to your, your, your use of YouTube? I, where are you going with this? I'm saying that it just, as time progressed and we started to get successful, we still didn't really invest personally. We didn't talk to other creators. Right, but what about and then the, we use, didn't watch. the use of the, uh, of the platform? for your own personal entertainment. That didn't start happening. No, it didn't. I mean, and it, and what we just said, the confession is that hasn't changed a lot. So, let's take a let's take a break and come back and talk about how we use it today and if anything has changed in terms of the way we view the platform and maybe what we what we desire for ourselves mm, and change, what you might be able to help us with. Change is going to come. But first, we wanna let you know that every single episode of Ear Biscuits is now on Spotify. Yes, the same app that has millions of songs also has thousands of podcasts. I wanted to say millions of podcasts, but that wouldn't be true. But we're, we're doing our part to change that by yeah. continuing to make millions of podcasts <laughs> yeah. eventually ourselves. Well, but do we really want the competition I, I no, I, I want us to make all of them, okay. all millions. We will be responsible for millions of podcasts. And you may know this, you may be saying, well, I'm listening to it on Spotify. It was like, well, I'm just reinforcing your choice. Yeah, you but should it, feel affirmed. But Or I'm not talking to you. You're either being affirmed or informed, live with it. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite shows and discover new ones if you haven't discovered ours, which again, you probably have because, well, it's it's pretty obvious that you have. <laughs> yeah. To subscribe to Ear Biscuits, tap follow, and then get every new episode delivered to you. Live with it. Podcasts on Spotify, they're streaming right now. I'm gonna start saying live with it in more of our ads. Good luck with that, I I'll say that because yeah. it's on a mug. Live with it. Now on with the biscuit. Okay. You wanna know how I use YouTube now as a viewer? Here's one example, here's a story, warning, it may involve a little nakedness. Man, I don't know how I'm gonna tell this story. How far should I go? I should have told this story in my own brain before I'm telling it with my mouth. This is very risky. Because there's some pitfalls to this story. Uh, uh oh. I, I don't wanna, I just don't wanna overshare. Okay, probably too late. Okay, um, let's see. Last week, I didn't, I didn't have to be here at a certain time. I actually knew you weren't gonna be here until later which I'm like, I ain't gonna be there either. <laughs> so I was hanging out at home. Uh, oh, um, yeah. My uh, Christy was also at home and um, nobody else was. Okay, um, all right. But there, and so we just had some. And what? We just had some. What happened? Well, we had some business we had to take care of. Mm. Like, you know, when the, ki when the kids are around, I mean, it's just like, it's like a, um, it's like a zoo at my house. I got Sounds three, like it. I got three kids. I've I been got, to the zoo, I've I, seen them. I've, I got, I've, I've caught animals in the act before. I, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that at all. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm just saying that. Um, you see, you've already gone off track, man. In the hustle you brought up zoo, that the, didn't help. In the, the hustle and bustle of life at home, 
there's just certain things that you put off like a stack of mail that you need to go through, okay? So let's just say that Christy and I had a stack of mail that we needed to go through. You probably shouldn't use that analogy with her, just so you know, baby, you know. I don't know what you're talking when about. When we're enjoying I'm another, literally talking about mail. When we're enjoying each other, I think of it like a stack of mail. <laughs> you know what, but you could say, but technically I am a stack of mail. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know? Yes. Yeah, right. But I don't know what you're referring to because I'm just talking about literal mail here. Okay. M-A-I-L, so um, we're like, you know the best place to sort through your stack of mail. Is in the bedroom? Is in, is in our uh, bedroom upstairs. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but I'm like, but she's like, well, there's the painters coming over to paint our bathroom, yeah. which is in our master bedroom. It's upstairs. not that bad of analogy because you have the stack of mail and you have the mailbox. Again, again, I have no clue what you're talking about. So we're like, well, so then there's a moment of negotiation. It's like, yeah, we don't wanna, if you don't wanna sort half the mail and then the painter shows up. It's really putting the mail into the mailbox. You wanna sort. I mean, you want, it's it's sending the mail. It's you really, want, you wanna the mail is going I'm into the box. I'm not listening to you. Is technically what happens. You're derailing. The stack of mail is a great, like you could wear a t-shirt that says, I'm a stack of mail. Ready for deposit. You're derailing, you're demailing my story <laughs> okay. actually. Okay, so, I'm cause, sorry. Cause you don't wanna, if you're gonna start sorting your mail, you wanna get all the way through it before the painter shows up. But we're like, well, let's take a risk. It, even Who's if we, the painter in the analogy? Oh, a literal <laughs> painter. It's all literal. <laughs> okay, so I'm you like. You had construction at your house, got it. And the painter has a key to our front door. So, and then, Lots of times he comes in when we're not there because of the lockbox and he'll just come up to our bedroom and start painting. Oh wow. So locking the front door of the house doesn't help us, but locking the deadbolt on our door does help us, mm -hmm. which in we the did. the bedroom door. And um, so took the mail up there, uh, Christy locked the deadbolt and, because you wanna have a secure zone when you're sorting the mail. Right, yeah, because there's confidential documents. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sensitive information. So we sort the mail, We're s and um, lo and behold. How long did it take you to sort the oh, mail? Very quick. Just, just It's over before two, you know three, it. Two, three minutes. It's just like, you know, yeah, it's it a didn't, lot. Didn't have a lot, huh? It's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot easier to. Uh, a lot of junk mail. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I'm not gonna be in trouble. So, um, sorted the mail, that was great. Mm -hmm. It's good, sense of accomplishment every time you do that. Right, yeah, um, it's something you got to do. Right, it's clean Cause slate. It, it builds up if you don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, you got it. <laughs> it's just too easy. I mean, you said it, you started it. <laughs> <laughs> Painter didn't show up. It's like we're we're in the clear. Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And then, um, Christy goes over to the door, and she's like shaking the door. And I'm like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And she's like, "Uh, the deadbolt is stuck. We're we're locked in our bedroom." And I'm like, well, 
Let me handle that. I'm moseying on over there. Of course, I was naked because. Yeah. You don't, uh, you don't want the male to soil you. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want to get. A, you don't want to get a stain. Uh, you don't want to stain your clothes while you're sorting the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over there. I'm like, you're right. Uh, this the deadbolt is stuck. Whoa. I could I could see it move a little bit, but it didn't go. It didn't retract far enough for the door to open. Again, the deadbolt is literal, right? Yeah. <laughs> just me. I'm trying to, I wanna parse. It's all if, literal. Because if that's metaphorical. Stop asking. That's metaphorical, we, th that we have a medical situation. <laughs> if the deadbolt gets stuck. <laughs> oh gosh, I needed a good laugh today, man. This is exactly what I needed. Of course, this is all gonna get cut. This is just for me and you. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm like, let me step in and shimmy the deadbolt. There's no hope with that. I mean, it's not the type of thing you can put a credit card in there. I didn't have one of those anyway. I actually looked around. I was like, in my bedroom, I didn't have anything yeah, except sorted mail. You got a small wallet. Um, and it, at, it's a double door. So at the top, there's one of those things that, like, if the door were open, yeah. you can pull a you can pull down on the thing that goes into the ceiling cut to the top. To lock the non-swinging door. To lock the non-swinging door. The non-primary door. So I could door. push really far and try to shimmy that, but I thought my fingers were gonna get caught and then I'm like, okay, I have to, we're gonna have to unscrew the the deadbolt and disassemble it in order, in order your eyebrows are raising, <laughs> just cause I said unscrew the deadbolt. <laughs> we're gonna have to disassemble the deadbolt, but I need to get a Phillips head screwdriver. Don't have one of those up here. So I'm like, well. You're just throwing me a lot of softballs, but I'm just letting them all go by. I'm going. I'm waiting for the home run. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm going to have to go out on our balcony, jump off our balcony into our pool. Oh, just like in, a douche. In order to get. Jump into the pool. In order to get down to go into my garage and get a screwdriver to then throw back up to you, Christy, so you can disassemble the deadbolt while I'm down there naked. Well, I'll put on swim trunks, which I did. And so we had this whole plan. And then I'm like, you know what? Don't panic. Don't do that. You could injure yourself jumping into your pool from the second story. That's crazy. You have your phone. Go on YouTube. So I went on hmm. I went I went, well I actually just googled I see how this relates. How to unstick a deadbolt. Mhm. Mm I don't think that's on YouTube. It and it's it, another a YouTube, you gotta go to. a YouTube video <laughs> came up and I started watching it. And it was a guy telling you how to step by step, but it's magic right there. I knew watching it in video so much better than just reading it. Just out of curiosity, how, what is the process? Well, as I started getting into it, all of a sudden I hear this noise and Christy's over there with a Dr. Pimple Popper blackhead remover, which was given to us by Dr. Pimple Popper. It looks like a, However long that is, I'd say that's uh, three and a half nine inches. inches. Oh gosh, three and a half inches long. It's a shorter stack of mail metal, than you thought. Metal. <laughs> I set you up for that one. <laughs> um, it's a, just a, a metal tool, and she was over there just going at the door with it. And so all of a sudden, she's. I'm like, I'm like about to get to the part of the video where it's helpful. He's about to pop the lock, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "I did it." She gets it. She she got it. She got it. She solved the problem. Didn't need you. So didn't need me. 
didn't need my swim trunks, didn't need my screwdriver, and didn't need YouTube. Mm. But I watched YouTube. That's the point of my story. <laughs> Last time I watched YouTube, let me tell you, I was sorting mail. <laughs> Actually, there's one more part of the story. So we, I'm like, I'm like celebrating. I'm like, sorry, I didn't believe in you, baby. You did it. The door swings open. The painter standing on the other side. And he had been there the whole time. No. Yeah, I'm joking, he no, wasn't there. No, Didn't even no, show up that no, day, no. what a jerk. Yeah, painters are really, really unreliable. Your dad's a painter. Very reliable painter. Um, interestingly, I recently used. That YouTube. was a big story to just say, that's how I use YouTube. Well, and I and I use YouTube in, this, in a similar way. I mean, I wasn't sorting my mail, but um, I was having, car problems and that is not a euphemism and uh it was you know we're we're using the uh the FJ Cruiser the the 4x4 truck that we have been off-roading in before but we have not done it lately so it's been sitting under a cover for a pretty extended period of time it's kind of sad uh but we're actually using it in a we're using it for YouTube we're using it and a, and a Good Mythical Morning video coming up. Um, but I needed to drive it in as they were going to conduct some tests for the purposes of, of how we're going to uh, use it. And um, I've been letting it sit so long that the battery was dead. And then I popped the hood of my car to use my car to try to charge the battery mm -hmm. of the truck. And the car is a 2017 model they, oh, it's too fancy. Man, so you, you had to go on YouTube just to skip to the chase here. Just to figure just out. Just to figure out how to get. Where the battery, where the terminals are. You couldn't find the battery? Uh, uh, the battery's in the trunk, guys. What? The battery for my car is in the trunk. Did YouTube tell you that? Jacob, did you know that? We have the same car. The battery is in the trunk. I did not know that. Did YouTube tell you that? Uh, I don't, you know, don't even if know YouTube told, what YouTube told me, I open up the trunk. I open up the hood and I'm like, there's a battery. And then I'm like, this whole thing just looks like a computer. It looks different than the last time I opened the hood of a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, things have changed, it's clean. Wow. And there's, I couldn't even find the dipstick. And, I, and listen, that is a euphemism. <laughs> but, <laughs> But so then I'm like, where is, where are the battery terminals? About three quarters of the way down your stack of mail. On a make and model of the car that I have. And uh, it turns out that the battery's in the trunk, but they, because they know that you might wanna connect, it's, it's under the spare tire. Oh God. Which incidentally, I watched another YouTube video about how to find the freak, how to get the freaking lug nuts off of my tire. Anyway, so. It, it turns out that they they send terminal connections up to the front of the car, oh. and there's like a positive and a negative, but you have to know where you're looking, so you can still do traditional things like clasp your jumper cables on there and slowly charge the thing. But again, but, did YouTube tell you that? Yeah, like a okay, because when you type in uh, battery terminal locations on this particular model of car, the first thing that came up was a vi YouTube video. Mm -hmm. And it was a th it was a, like a four second video of just a guy going, he has a phone and he's just like, there and there. 
and that's it. That's a video is like that's four great. seconds long. That's it's the like, best. Thank you. That's the best one. Instead of like ten seconds of intro and then three minutes of. All right, click the bell and the like and subscribe because I do yeah, lots of these. It was exactly what I needed. It was so great. There. That's beautiful. Um, but you can't monetize a clip that small. So I'm again I go back to business for these things and like I'm I'm like we're like old guys who are just so practical. It's like, well, YouTube's gonna tell me how to do things, how to build something, how to fix something. I think But do I you mean, entertain yourself? Do you, because we, okay, we use it f I watch, functionally. Well, I watch YouTube less now than I did five years ago. I mean, since the success of Good Mythical Morning. Wow. I've actually, we have a system f for how we churn out these episodes and it's not so dependent from video to video on learning from what else is happening on YouTube to a fault. I think it's a, I mean, the, I think it's actually a, a problem that we can get too lackadaisical in like the rhythm of how we produce Good Mythical Morning that we used to be, because every video was starting from scratch on the Rhett and Link channel. We're like, okay, what are we gonna put on the menu at the end? Or what, what are we gonna use these annotations for? How can we get more people to actually watch it? Or, you know, every video was like a strategy session to learn from the last thing, and that doesn't happen every single day now. And we've got a whole team of people that put out the show, so I'm not as motivated to scour YouTube every day to figure out what someone's doing better than us. And that that's a problem, but it 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 actually gets me further away from, now I'm not even watching videos at all, unless I need to shimmy a deadbolt. <laughs> you know, I'm. Well, I'm, I feel like I am watching, I am watching. So, so you're, you feel like you're. But I don't feel like it is, uh, it is definitely not my primary source of entertainment and I, let me just tell you how, how I find myself using it, right? Yeah, okay, so. What's your routine here? Um, again, well, the way that we're logged into YouTube is we are logged into YouTube on the uh, the account that manages the Good Mythical Morning channel, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think we can select some other accounts that are kind of tied into that, but essentially, I don't have a personal. I'm not a personal user on YouTube. I'm just kind of watching it through these managed accounts. And so who the Good Mythical Morning channel is subscribed to, which is a conglomeration of people that we subscribe to back in the day, along with uh, typically people who are guests on the show will get subscribed to. And it's, there's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in control. Right, we're not, we're not using it. I'm not it. actively managing it. So I don't have actually have a channel where I am putting in my preferences or Google is recording my personal preferences. So I don't have a personalized curated experience as a user. Now it would be easy for me to do that because I could just simply make the decision to always watch YouTube through like my personal uh, Google account, but mm -hmm. I don't. So just right off the bat, because I wanna check in and I wanna see things that I can see in the Creator Studio back in for our channels. Right. But, and I don't wanna be constantly switching. So right off the bat, I'm we not- We don't have a user experience. So the algorithms Actually. and the, the robots behind the scenes that are supposed to be determining what I need to see are not having a two-way conversation with me. So I don't look at the subscription tab. What I do is I'm just like trending. And I go to trending for two reasons, three reasons. Reason number one is to see if we're there, right? I, I'm gonna go and see if there's an episode mm -hmm. of GMM that has made it to the trending page. Number two. And, and, and I would say that 
there, there are many legitimate arguments that it doesn't matter, but what's on trending? You know, there are people who will make that argument. It, ma- it seems to matter less than it did at one point. But it's- I'll give you that. Even though that may be true, it still is some sort of quick check indicator of something yeah. that would make us feel good about ourselves uh, and also make us feel like we need to apologize because right. we're in there a lot. The second thing- so I would just wanna apologize that that Good Mythical Morning is in trending so much. Right. We, we haven't done anything illegal. Uh, I'm not gonna apologize, I'm very happy about it. Uh, second reason is to see what else is trending, again, from a business standpoint, to be like, who else is trending? Who, who's breaking through? Uh, who in the old school, uh, the old guard is still, oh, oh Phil DeFranco, he's got, he's got something else trending. Uh, he's, he, stayed, he has stayed the course as well, that's cool. And I, and I will actually, if I see Phil trending and he is talking about something that I'm interested in, some news item or whatever, I'll click on it and typically go to him talking about that specific thing. I, I don't watch the entire thing, I go to him talking about that specific thing. Um, so I will go. I will go a, a layer deeper. And the sort of the third reason is: is there something that I could be legitimately entertained by right now? But when you do when you do that level two and level three, you're you still only have a limited window of time that you're willing to to give to YouTube. Well, and I will and say it's going to be like what four minutes. This does not happen in what I would call my designated entertainment window. Right. My designated visual entertainment window. Now this may be not just because I'm old, but because I'm married, but uh, and because of my schedule and the fact that I've got kids and we are typically, you know, hanging out or whatever, and then they go to bed, and then Jesse and I make a decision to visually entertain ourselves, unless we want to sort the mail, which is also very fun and productive. Right. And then you, at the end, you don't have to. You, there's a sense of accomplishment that the mail. Sometimes is gone. you can sort the mail and then watch something, and sometimes you can watch something and sort the mail. I typically recommend sorting the mail and then watching something because if you watch something and you get too tired, you don't want to sort the mail. I've I've tried to sort mail <laughs> while watching something. It depends on what you're watching. But I just think that it's disrespectful to the to the mail. To the creator of the program you're watching. No. I to, don't think they know. To the mail. <laughs> I think it's disrespectful to the process. Um, and I'm only talking about literal <coughs> mail again. And then when I make a decision to uh, to visually entertain myself, it is visually. That's a weird <laughs> slogan. Uh, For to, visu- <laughs> to visually entertain yourself, go to youtube.com/slash red link. Uh, to, it it is uh, most often television series uh, on platforms such as Netflix. HBO, Amazon, Amazon, Showtime, Hulu. It is, uh, you know, it's it's series that nine times out of ten, friends who I respect have told me about, right? And then I get into some of the things that I love, like Handmaid's Tale, which is, you know, the second season is over at this point. Um, I absolutely love that show, and every single time an episode came out. Jesse and I would rearrange our visual entertainment schedule so that that would be the next thing that we enjoyed together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, typical sort of like 
40-year-old viewing habits. Um, now, movies, less and less and less. Why? They're too long, right? Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're too long, but yet they're not long enough. I absolutely love films, and it's a passion of ours, and we hope to make one, a, another one, <laughs> besides the one we made a long time ago. Um, but for, when I just think about my lifestyle, I think about the fact that, okay, kids are in bed, we've got time, if we wanna sort the mail, we definitely can only watch a television show, like let's 40 to 60 minutes is all we're gonna give to this. 90 minutes, two hours, three hours? You remember three hour movies? No. When yes. does that happen? I've wiped that Who has the time? And so uh, I, I believe, I don't believe that the golden, and this is a tangent, but I don't believe that the golden age of television is simply based on the fact that Netflix decided to start making television. I think it's definitely based on a discombination of the amount of programming that is available, people's schedules, and I think that the length of a television series has fallen into a sweet spot that has become easily insertable, nah, I probably shouldn't say insertable, uh, easily accommodated by people's modern day schedules. Definitely. Tangent. And I, but I, that's. I have the same. Okay. I have the same routine. I mean, Christy and I have, we, I, we just never sat down and watched a YouTube video. Now, there's a television within eye shot of our kitchen. And sometimes we can, we can like throw a YouTube video up there. Well, I'll say the kids will do that sometimes just to like watch a YouTube clip. And the kids will watch. I'll, I'll look over their shoulder. I mean, Lincoln watches some gamers, and it just he has an assortment of YouTubers that he'll watch, you mm -hmm. know. And and they've started to move through things. Like Lily used to be really into Minecraft and Stampy Cat, and that's a thing of the distant past now. And she's very into Netflix shows, and she's totally she went through Parks and Rec, and now she's onto uh, the Office. And I'm extremely proud of her. And that's what my kids do. My kids and, binge but watch Lincoln, Lincoln, old shows. Lincoln doesn't, Lincoln's more of a YouTube watcher and then Lando is not yet. So, but so Lincoln, I'll look over his shoulder and watch gaming videos. Mm -hmm. You know those Let's Play things? I've heard of them. Um, it, does Locke watch YouTube or does he, or does Shepard watch YouTube? Uh, Shepard watches, um, Shepard will watch, Shepard watches Good Mythical Morning. Shepard is like the one person in my household who watches Good Mythical Morning. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, like pretty consistently. And he, he, he watches, I've noticed that he, he's, there's a couple of other, I, don't, I can't even tell you who they are, but basically he's really into, Ro, Ro, is it Roblox or Roblox? Roblox. Roblox. And so he plays that game all the time. So he, he watches a lot of videos about that. So let's play an instructional videos about that because it's all the games within the program. Mm -hmm. um, but Locke watches, um, he just goes through a bunch of shows. It shows that I really wanted, like he actually is almost all the way through Breaking Bad by himself. And I wanted to watch that with him. Like I was looking forward to that being like a. Oh, you're talking about on Netflix. Yeah, but now it's on Netflix and, they, and I'm like, see him watching, I'm like, whoa, you're already watching Breaking Bad without me and you're like in season three. He's like, dad, it's the best show I've ever seen. And then I'm like, okay, missed that bonding opportunity. But he, he the, the YouTube that he does watch is um, 
basketball related videos. So, um, but not shows. No, he, he there's a few. There's a there's a first of all, you you wouldn't be surprised. But there's like basketball instructional videos. But then there's guys who just talk about like there's NBA compilations. But then there's also just like basketball experts and people talk. And so he's into all that content. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also he was really into uh, complex and hot ones. And so us being on hot ones was like at that point that was the coolest that we have ever been. That was the coolest that I've ever been as a dad is when I was on Hot Ones. The Tonight Show five times, who cares? Right. Is what is a 14 year old's perspective. The only videos that I've watched, there wasn't, when you introduced me to primitive technology, mm-hmm. this is the guy, where is he? Australia, I believe. He's, it's, you know, it's it's silent. You just You just see footage of him some time lapse mostly just cut of him creating huts and stuff and I would just watch that because you could watch, there there was like one sitting where I watched three of those in a row. And he doesn't, I mean, he puts so much effort into each video because there's so much effort into the actual physical thing that he's documenting that you can go and watch his, you can watch his whole channel in a few hours. And by the way, there's, there's like rip off channels that do the exact same thing now. It is in the uh, far north Queensland, Australia. There's there's people in other places now who are like making swimming pools, and they're like, they don't seem to be. I there are more questions raised about how legitimately are they primitive. T- are they talking? No, they so, do it. So he found he, he created a genre. He created a genre. I love, the, I love that. And they are emulating it and getting just as many views because they're making. But I question whether they're doing it as legitimately primitive. But I have found myself watching those. And then every time a bad lip reading trends, I will make sure to watch that. But but it's but it's not in the shared time. Well, first of all, if you're in a if you're in a relationship with somebody and you've chosen to 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 be visually entertained with them, um, like we have, I, there's not a lot that I watch on my own. And so I think that right off the bat, that ends up kind of changing your habits. When I'm alone, when I do have an option to watch watch stuff alone. And I don't choose to watch. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to watch a war movie because she would never watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the times in which I find myself being personally entertained by YouTube. And because you're watching a war movie on YouTube? No, 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 no. When I'm alone, and, okay. And I decide not to go okay. go. And I'm like, and, I'll, and sometimes I do it a little bit out of again, like a sense of guilt, like, man, I should be watching YouTube. There's so much stuff on there. Let and then how do you it. how do you do it? You, you've you've literally spent an hour like to have like a session of like I'm just gonna watch YouTube's and, and see what happens. I YouTube's. I watched about an hour's worth of cringe compilations. That was a loop that I got lost in one night. Cringe compilations. It's I, interesting. I highly recommend them. Not well. This is ironic. Based on some of the comments that we've gotten before on some of the cringier so cringy. things that we've done. Like anytime we've done anything that made anyone feel uncomfortable, like the vast majority of the mythical beasts have reacted negatively to it. So I don't expect the average GMM watcher to enjoy these things. You probably hate them, but there's just something about the dark sinister side of me that loves cringe compilations. And so you're trying to find one that, okay, this one's got 12 million views that, and it's, it's got a long run time, so this is the one I'm gonna watch. I found one guy that just numbered them. Cringe compilation five. 
And I was like, oh, there's six. It's hard there's to find. There's seven. There's eight. Cringe all night, brother. I do rem- I do now remember that Lily sat down a couple of weeks ago and she was like, Mom, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a crash course on Vine, <laughs> which of course is no longer. This happened recently. Yeah. Did you tell her that it's a well, dead no, platform? She was. She knows this. She's just like she pulls up Vine compilations on YouTube. Your kids watch that. Like anytime my kids are over, here, like we do like a social event at your house. I have noticed that by the end of the night, all the kids are watching Vine compilations. And so Christy didn't do it, but I they sat are mesmerizing. down. I sat down with Lily and I watched almost an hour and a half of Vine compilations on YouTube. And how did it make you feel about yourself? I was like, oh, I, I get Vine. I should have done this when Vine existed. Maybe I then I could have been a part of the zeitgeist. But don't you feel like you just ate a lot of candy? I, oh I, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it, it's like you can go to it, a restaurant. But re- it was fun because Lily and I were just laughing and it's, such, it's just, it's, I mean incessant is usually negative but it was like a barrage of laughs and it's so quick. Yeah. It, it, it's like a weird, clockwork orange situation where I feel like my eyelids are peeled back and I'm just like laugh, 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 laugh. It is it's like a weird it's, thing. It's like sitting down and just eating just a, like a pound of bacon. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ugh, it's just, watching the cringe compilation, I just, and every once in a while sitting down and eating a pound of bacon is awesome. But isn't it, but again. But I don't wanna do it with my wife. Here, here's, <laughs> the, here's the thing, and I did talk Christy into watching game show blooper. Yeah, those are good. And again, that's a compilation. Yeah. And it's, I mean, so the so the way that we have found to enjoy YouTube as a a viewer is just these compilations that range from like decent to absolutely crappy. Well, and let me let me make an observation about this because I think this is uh, again this is where I feel a little shame is that none of the stuff that we've described is content that was created. Yeah. With a YouTube audience in mind in the way that Good Mythical Morning, what we do, you know, so we've got a show that has been seen uh, as much as any show when you're talking about a show on YouTube and we create that with the internet in mind. That's what we do for a living. But yet what we enjoy on YouTube is not anything that was created with the YouTube audience in mind. Now, let me just say there are some exceptions and I wanna talk about one because uh, I tweeted about this. Um, shout out to Red MC on Twitter. You wanna follow the best in, um, in the YouTube world. <laughs> At least one time I talked about it. Uh, go make sure you check that out. Uh, no, we, we no talking. What, just male, tell the. No talking of mail sorting on what the is Red the MC thing? Twitter. Shane Dawson. Oh yes. <clears throat> so I talked about <clears throat> first of all this TanaCon thing that happened, you know, around the same time VidCon did. And if you if you know us, you know that um, TanaCon is not the kind of thing that we would get roped into <laughs> typically. Um, but I was very interested in all the hubbub around it. And then I found myself, I saw that Shane had a, a, re, a really, the thing that got me was that he had a very long video that was trending, like a 30 minute video. Maybe it was longer than that. I was like, wow, this is interesting. And again, my initial interest in it was the fact that I've always kind of known and, and I kind of keep up with what Shane is doing because he's again, he's an OG, he's constantly innovating and kind of reinventing his channel and he's got a super successful podcast and. 
uh, he signed this table somewhere. He's a trendsetter, man. And so I've always respected how he's kind of inventing himself, reinventing himself and also inventing, trying new things on the platform, also doing it with YouTube in mind from the get-go. Uh, and so I was like, okay, what's he up to? And I would add with artistic integrity. Yeah, and so I see this TanaCon thing and I start watching it and I am immediately mesmerized. And I think that I'm just in one of my toe dip YouTube sessions, which is like 99% of my YouTube watching. It's like checking in on something. Even if I you, like something, I don't watch the whole video. You'll reach a conclusion about what he's done and then I'll then send a, you a text. Be informed by it. Send you a text. Right. Let me tell you what Shane's doing. I watched two minutes of it and know everything about it. Right. But, and I'm and I'm like, yeah, I, I watched the thumbnails. So I, I know. I that, go, that's literally what I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I watch thumbnails and I feel like I know enough. You go so I go into this thinking that this is a just an educational experience, and I find myself being drawn in to the content in a way that I would be drawn into, and this is what I said on the Red MC Twitter account. Uh like making a murderer on Netflix. A documentary. Which was a documentary series that was mesmerizing and my wife and I enjoyed it together, right? And so, and I watched this 45 minute thing and then immediately tweeted about it and said, um, you know, this is, I don't know what it was, but it was essentially, this is got me. This content has absolutely sucked me in in the way that what I consider a sort of a higher tier of content traditionally has sucked me in and of course I watched the whole series and then he since then he's done, uh, he did the Jeffree Star series which I haven't watched yet uh, but the way that he has approached it is again, it's in this like YouTube meets this crime uh, conspiracy uh, document documentary uh, process and I'm absolutely mesmerized it and I was like, I think I could just Watch this for entertainment purposes. What? And and also the thing that was weird about it is that it was long. So it was, it fit, it began to fit into that little window of time, that sweet spot, the 42 to 59 minute sweet spot that entertainment kind of fills in my life right now, which is so smart of Shane to start pushing the content to those links. Um, and so, it, it, and it's funny, because at the same time that Shane is doing this, and I, he's not the only one, again, we just don't get dig deep enough to know, I'm sure you guys will be like, and that's what we're gonna get to in a second, is you telling us who we should be watching. The same time, ironically, that this has been going on, YouTube has been doing YouTube Red, now known as YouTube Premium, which incidentally, there are two seasons of a show that we made, Rhett and Link's Buddy System, available on YouTube Premium. We have a YouTube Premium account, and we have the ability to watch YouTube Premium and basically this whole old fart conversation that we've been having this whole time, recognizing that we are entertained in a certain way and we didn't feel like YouTube fit that bill. Premium YouTube, is supposed to address that. YouTube, yeah, attempted to address that, is attempting to address that with YouTube Premium and I, haven't found myself going to that platform in the same way that I go to these other platforms. Even though we have a show on it. I haven't even watched all of Buddy System. What? Yeah, I, I did. I watched all of Buddy System uh, when we reviewed it, but I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it on YouTube. I like watched it, you know, 
for professional reasons to make sure it was what we wanted it to be. That's the last time I watched it too. But. Yeah, um, you should watch it. It's good. Yeah, we watched. I watched part of Cobra Kai because I was just curious. But we watched it at work and we just judged it and we said, "Well, a lot of people really like this. Even friends of ours that I respect their taste." Uh, so I was celebrating the fact that okay, this is this is moving the needle. This is bringing people over. Yeah. But I personally didn't keep watching it. I had uh, multiple m- mutual friends of ours uh, whose entertainment opinions I respect who really liked Cobra Kai. And so I think- Of course I haven't seen Karate Kid, so I, maybe that's the problem. It, well, uh, that, that, is a, that is a big problem. Uh, as a Karate Kid watcher, but not necessarily, I wouldn't consider myself a huge Karate Kid fan. I wasn't like super into it. Um, I had trouble getting into getting into Cobra Kai. Did you like Cobra Kai a lot? I liked it. Uh, Thelma's okay. just rolling his eyes because I, I haven't Karate. seen Karate Kid. Yeah, it's crazy that he hasn't seen Let's it. Let's just start making a list of all the movies I haven't seen. Oh yeah, I'm working on that. All right. Um, but then there's another handful of things and again, I, I don't wanna get into like, it, I do find it a little bit odd that uh, I visit YouTube uh, the homepage of YouTube every single day um, for professional reasons and I'm also a YouTube premium subscriber but yet what's on YouTube premium is not on my radar. Like I don't, I'm not being introduced. I know there's other stuff that's on there. There's a tab you can click on but nothing compels you to do it. I, I don't find myself being confronted with it. I haven't crossed over into a place and I also don't know if there would be enough stuff there currently that would cause me to then incorporate it into the larger conversation that I'm having with Jesse, which is what do you wanna watch tonight? One of my favorite things to watch are music documentaries. I mean, shout out to Link Lamont on Twitter because I will tweet a really good music documentary in podcast form or otherwise. How's that? Isn't there a music documentary on YouTube? There's one specifically, the history of G-Funk. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to watch that, but I. It, but you like, haven't yet. Going there, going. I keep forgetting to go to YouTube Premium because I don't. I don't think of it that way. I'm like, I'm ready to watch a documentary. I don't. I was. I don't remember that. What is that's the pro- there. What is the problem here, though? How can what? two guys who are the target audience for, especially one guy who is the target audience for music documentaries, who makes a living? on the platform, who has two seasons of a show on the exact premium platform, how come you're not watching the music documentary that is available on said platform? Viewing habits. It's all about habits. I mean, I'm big on habits and systems, you know that. You so I like, I go into my ruts. And I, yeah, I think we're highlighting a big problem. We want YouTube, even Good Mythical Morning, I want to grow an audience that is broader and even older, right? So if we start to see more fans join and be vocal that are in our age range, I think that would be a good thing. Not to, not instead of a younger audience or whatever, but I just wanna expand in that way. But I think in general, I wanna see YouTube be a place where those people come as well and start to see it as a a legitimate uh, source alongside yeah. Netflix. And, and, and I don't, I'm not necessarily, so I we can talk about YouTube Premium. I'm not that interested in, in figuring that out. I mean, obviously YouTube is invested in trying to figure that out and hopefully the, uh, 
the well, people but, who make those decisions and got me to a place where I was willing to pay for Hulu and Showtime and HBO and Netflix and Amazon and all the things that I pay for um, will get other people like me who aren't YouTubers to a place where they will pay for YouTube Premium and they'll incorporate it. But I also feel like in the big slice of pie, that it, it, the whole pie of YouTube, YouTube Premium is going to remain a very small slice because of the billions and billions of uh, of minutes of videos that are being uploaded. And so things like what Shane is doing. Yeah, I wanna see, I mean, just normal YouTube be something that. Get to a place where you actually are compelled to watch it for non-business purposes. Right. And and here's what I think. Because, because by the way, it benefits our show. So I'm just being honest that like my professional selfish motive is that more, is that if I'm motivated to watch other stuff on YouTube, then other people like me will be motivated to watch me well, on YouTube. Well, the tipping point for me is going to be when I feel like my wife will watch it with me. If it's going mm -hmm. to break through into my habit, it's going to have to be something that Jesse will watch with me. And I didn't show her the Shane documentary. I think she probably would have been interested in it because it was fascinating and I did recommend it to some other friends and they were like, that was super fascinating. Um, but I think that I wanna find that kind of content. Uh, and I think that that, and again, this is this is strange. It's a little bit of a strange conversation because we, as we've said many different, many times, YouTube, my perspective on YouTube is that it is largely personality based. It's not necessarily content based. Right. Um, and so, and it's also the type of content that you produce is if you're gonna put it in front of a, if you're not gonna put it behind a paywall, but it's gonna be AVOD, they call it. Um, so, so basically it's just free to watch, it's ad supported. That's got to be a cheap. It's got to be cheap, you know, per minute. You're not going to be putting a lot of time into that, and that tends to money into that. That, that you're not going to put a lot of money into that. So that lends itself to personalities that can, you know, getting somebody to be themselves is pretty cheap. And so those are the kind of things that come to the fore on YouTube. Shane has found an interesting way to do something that's very compelling because of him, but the way he has created um, this, crafted these stories. He, I mean, he's investing some money into it, but it's getting a lot of views so it's probably paying for itself. All I'm saying is that I don't think I could get my wife excited about watching someone vlog. Unless they were talking about something very specific that she was interested in that I probably wouldn't be interested in. Right. Uh, so getting into that place where what is the nature of the kind of content that we want to sit down and enjoy is probably gonna be something that has got, and we'll watch, it doesn't have to be scripted. We'll watch documentary, we'll watch reality television so I do think that it can live just in a regular YouTube world, but it, I don't know what it is. And, and so I'm asking you guys who are watching. To, with your ears or with your and eyes. And listening, to tell us what you think we should be watching. Now it doesn't have to be something that is like, oh, you and your wife will love on this. On YouTube. That would be great. What, only on YouTube though. But yeah, on, just YouTube. YouTube content. Now if there is a YouTube premium show that you're like, oh, you got it, you definitely should watch this one. I do think you'd like it. We can yeah, recommend yeah, that. Yeah. But just, it's gotta be on YouTube 
and if you, you think it's gonna be something that we would actually be drawn to for entertainment purposes only. And we're gonna take your suggestions, we're gonna follow those rabbit trails, we're going to enjoy, seek to enjoy some of this content, and then we're gonna have a part two. Oh snap, so this is a grand experiment of can we find enough stuff already on YouTube that will compel us to then change my viewing habits and and to shift my own brain to see YouTube differently. And I I feel like it's so important. Like I've got we got a lot riding on this. Am I building this up too much? Am I wrong? Cuz I feel like if we can't we're just going to quit. Then I have a lot less hope for what where our career is going. Well, would well, you would you watch Good Mythical Morning if you didn't make it? Oh. Let's table that question. I need to think about that. Let's table that question okay. for part two. And you know what, part two's not Don't gonna recommend be- Good Mythical Morning in your in your things. And we'll, wa- we'll watch we'll watch our own show in conjunction with the rest of them and then we'll let you know if we recommend watching Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, maybe we think too highly of ourselves. I think that's a fair question. That's a good question. Um, so I don't know exactly what's riding on this in terms of what I feel about YouTube, but I'm I'm hopeful that you're gonna help give us a shortcut to the work that we'll be doing on our own to find these things. Maybe we'll help some of you out when we share it on part two, but there's, there's a lot to learn when we conduct it, when we independently conduct these experiments and then report back to each other in part two, which won't be next week. Yeah, we're gonna take some time to digest and enjoy your suggestions to do some research and then when we think we've got our answers, we will come back to you and report back. So use hashtag Ear Biscuits and just let us know. I think you should watch this on YouTube or YouTube Premium. And let me just, Last thing I'll say is it doesn't have to, I, I know I said some things, we were just talking, you know, uh, you know, just off the cuff throughout this thing. So this was, you know, actually an unscripted podcast. <laughs> uh, so I said 42 to 59 minutes. It doesn't have to be that because obviously you can watch a series of videos that would add up to that sweet spot for me personally. So just anything you think we would enjoy for any reason um, but I do think that you should keep in mind it's things that there's enough of it to kind of commit to it. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, there's this really great video where this guy does this one thing. It's like, no, a, a place that I could be like, oh, I'm gonna go back to this place, like a show, maybe a channel, a personality, whatever, that we can kind of go back to. Those are the kinds of recommendations that we're looking for. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for hearing us out. I, f- I feel a little dirty still. I feel like. Yeah, a little shame. Man, we there's some shame. Yeah. Yeah. Except for, that, except for the male story. I felt really clean about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I shouldn't have mentioned that since that's gonna be cut out. Right, right. Nobody knows what you're talking about. All right, we'll talk at you again next week and we'll be working on your assignments. Hashtag Ear Biscuits. <laughs>